Hey, howdy, hey! Welcome to the Texans Take. Well, so uh, we did not finish 31 yesterday. In fact, we have over half of 31 left to read, which is okay. And so, let's see, where did we leave off in 31? Let's see. Um, ah, yes, 17. 31-17. Then Jacob rose and set his sons and wives on camels. And he carried away all his livestock and all his possessions, which he had gained, his acquired livestock, which he had gained in Padanaram, to go <laughs> to his father Isaac in the land of Canaan. Now Laban had gone to shear his sheep, and Rachel had stolen the household idols that were her father's. Eww. And Jacob stole away, unknown to Laban the Syrian in that he did not tell him that he intended to flee. So he fled with all that he had. He rose and crossed the river and headed towards the mountains of Gilead. So that's where we uh, stopped the last time. So, uh, yeah, they're kind of sneaking out. Um, oh, uh, Rachel steals her father's idols. And... Uh, Ran off with them. I think yeah. that's the first time we camels. Is that the first time that we that we hear about actually idols mentioned? You know what? It might actually be. Come I think, the, think, I think that's the first time that it's actually mentioned. Hmm. I, I mean, it, have it, to get it, a concordance and find out. It would seem obvious to me. <clears throat> as far as strictly the word idols go, yeah, I think you might be right. But anyhow, so I guess onward and forward we can read. Unless you had any more thoughts about No, it. no. I was just uh, – I'd, I'd have to look that up. <clears throat> and I, I hadn't looked it up, so I'll have to do that and see if there's – And you, you would assume that there were already idols among the people. But, Around. Right, right. But this they is the first time. They could have been the only one in the town right, with idols. Right. And, I mean, especially having gone through Sodom and Gomorrah, I mean – yeah. Obviously, other places had other gods, so yeah. their idols exist, but this is the first time it seems that the actual word has use. I would imagine that you wouldn't see any idols. I would imagine that you wouldn't see any idols in the house of um, in the house of uh, Isaac um, and his family, everything that he owns and all. Right. But he's kind of set aside. He's kind of apart from everybody else. Well, and yeah. so especially in the land of Canaan, you're definitely <clears throat> going to find some idols. I am certain. And then wherever, which is know, is one of the reasons that he didn't want, you know, he didn't want his children to to marry people from Canaan. Right, to, right. Go elsewhere. Go elsewhere. Well, that didn't seem to help, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> no. Yeah. So um, anyway, well, let's uh, let's move on. Title this next little section from twenty two. Wow, from 22 to 42 is Laban pursues Jacob. So, let's see what happens. And Laban was told on the third day that Jacob had fled. Ah, so he had three days. He had a three days head start. Then he took his brethren with him and pursued him for seven days. Uh, let's see, for seven days' journey. And he overtook him in the mountains of Gilead. But God had come to Laban the Syrian in a dream by night. And said to him, Be careful that you speak to Jacob neither good nor bad. Interesting. 
doesn't say speak to him good or <clears throat> bad. It's just I neither. Guess, neither. Um, so Laban overtook Jacob. Pa. So Laban overtook Jacob. Now Jacob had pitched his tent in the mountains, and Laban with his brethren pitched in the mountains of Gilead. And Laban said to Jacob, What have you done? That ye have stolen away unknown to me, and carried away my daughters like captives, taken with the sword. Why did you flee away secretly, and, t and steal away from me, and not tell me? For I might have sent you away with joy, and songs, and timbrel, and harp. Didn't we already try this? Yeah. <laughs> and you did not allow me to kiss my sons and my daughters. Now you've done foolishly in so doing. It is in my power to do you harm. But the Lord God of your father spoke to me last night, saying, Be careful that you speak to Jacob neither good nor bad. And now you have surely gone because you greatly long for your father's house. But why did you steal my gods? And this is where I am certain Jacob is like, <laughs> say, what? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we did what now? <laughs> Um, it's like you had me until this point, right? Right. Um, you know, it'd be <clears throat> it'd be kind of the equivalent, and I only know I only have this situation to go with because my daughter's done this to me at at more than one point. <laughs> you know, we we walk up, you know, you, you you leave a store or something, and you're pretty sure you've got everything that you paid for, and then you get to the house, it's like. Where did this come from? <laughs> Pretty sure I didn't pay for I this. I don't remember paying for that. And and it was kind of like, you know, somebody walks up to you outside of the, you know, outside of the store. Did you pay for this? Why did you take my books? What what books? What, what books? Those books. <laughs> oh, those aren't mine. Yeah. How did they get there? Yeah, and it would be genuine for me. I'd be like, obviously books are... And it, it's mostly something silly like a toy snake or something that she, you know, ponders off with and I'm not paying attention. Yeah. It's not like I didn't know she didn't have it. You know, I, it, and we've done this in Goodwill several times. She'll pick up something. She'll be playing with it throughout the whole store. Happy go lucky. I'll tell her to put it down. She puts it down. I'm paying for something. She picks it up. We're walking out, not even paying attention. We get to the car. She's got it in her hand. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't pay for this. I clearly remember putting it down. You put it down, and then you picked it back up. So I, I imagine that's kind of the look of surprise. Yeah, yeah. Like, I almost stole a soda once. Like gods, what gods? And it wasn't actually that long ago. It was like two years ago, maybe even less than that. Um, we were just driving through Texas. Um, I forgot where we were going. We we're probably shooting or going out to the ranch or barbecuing or something like that. Anyway, we stopped at the gas station to get gas. I went and I was kind of thirsty, so I got a drink. And while we were inside, I was just kind of holding my beverage. And I was just kind of roaming around, looking around. And somebody in the car was kind of like, Stuart, come on, we got to go, you know? And I wasn't, I, I was honestly not even thinking. I was like, oh, shoot, we're going to go. Yeah. And so I just, you know, ran outside, <laughs> opened the door. I almost had the door closed behind me, and I hear, oh, sir, sir, sir. And I kind of stop and I turn around and I, I look at the lady with like this, this look on, you know, that uh, uh, Jacob is probably giving. She's like, you going to pay for that? And I'm like, oh, oh, oh yeah, yes, I am. 
<laughs> so you go, you go PayPal. I'm so sorry. I that did. was an accident. She was like, I know, I know. Like, I did the same thing a couple of years ago. I was, uh, I was, well, I, I always used to stop that, you know, exit 81, no matter mm-hmm. how often you go there, that pilot store they put there. This yeah. is fantastic. And they have Colombian coffee in there. Oh, wow. So it's not your normal stop. So of yeah, course yeah. I'm partial to this. And so I was, uh, I was living down there at the time and I, I stopped in like I always did. Cause it's a good place to stop. And I think right as I had gone inside, I got an important phone call. Uh, and so I'm on the phone making coffee, and I know I got to pay for it. So I'm walking around the store, you know, everything, and, and I'm talking to him, talking to him, talking to him. And 15 minutes goes by, and I'm not even thinking about the coffee anymore, and I'm walking out the door. Just like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I'm getting down the road, you know, still talking on the phone, oh totally oblivious. Um, and I, I finally get off the phone, reach down, grab a sip of coffee, and I'm like, Oh Oops. no! <laughs> <laughs> and so I called. The, I called the ladies at the store, and I said, "Yeah, I'm uh, me. I, I I was wearing the the funny I just hat. Stole your you coffee. Know? And that's what I told him. It's I said, good coffee. And and see, the funny thing was, I would uh, I would go in there every morning on the way to work, mm-hmm. and so they knew me pretty well. Right. right. <laughs> and so I and and it, I'd I'd be in a hurry sometimes, yeah. you know. And really, you know, that'd be the only thing I'm getting, and and they'd be like, just just take it. You're, you're fine. Just just take a coffee and go. Mm. So there's many free coffees I've gotten from the pilot store, but that was because that was their choice. Right. Not because yeah. it was my choice. Yeah. And so I called them up. I said, hey, you know, I really didn't mean to do that. I've got to come back that way to go home. I'll stop in, pay for a coffee. And she's like, just a coffee? I said, yeah, I, I accidentally walked out with it. She I was left like, with your coffee. She yeah. was like, oh, Lord, don't worry about it. Just... You'll buy stuff in the future. I'm not worried. <laughs> I'm going, okay, well, that's not the way I saw that going. Right, right. <laughs> I saw there being a little more agitation right, on the other right, end like, of the line. Why? Yeah. <laughs> so I know that's exactly funny. what that's like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, you would come back to pe- – no, yeah. that's silly. <laughs> but anyway, back to right, back to what we're, right, we're actually right. talking so about. Anyway, we- idols. Idols. Does yeah. coffee count? I don't know. I drink a lot of it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ah, uh, yes. Any search, but did not find. Oh, 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 oh. For Jacob did not know. Here we go. Uh, uh, uh. But why did you steal my gods? Then Jacob answered and said to Laban, um, Because I was afraid. For I said, Perhaps you would take your daughters from me by force. With whomever you find your gods, do not let him live. In the presence of our brethren, identify what I have of yours and take it with you. For Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them. Now let me go back there. I didn't really catch what he said there. Because I was afraid, for I said, perhaps you would take your daughters. From- He's answering both oh, questions. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, answering yeah. both questions just as they were asked. Right, right. Uh, and so like- Jacob had answered and said to Laban, because I was afraid, for I said, perhaps would take your daughters from me by force, with whomever you find uh, by force. And then he says, with whomever you find your gods, do not let him live. In the presence of our brethren, identify what I have of yours and take it with you. For Jacob did not know that Rachel had sold them. Oh, oh, so whoever stole your gods. This is kind of an interesting. Get rid of them, you know. This is, this is kind of an interesting position because I can. 
I can wholeheartedly <laughs> sympathize with Jacob here. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Having been through a similar situation, right. I can wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah, you'd have taken her by force. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I do love the fact that he's like, oh, find what's yours and, and be gone with you. Well, he doesn't just That's... say find, uh, find what's yours and be gone. He says, you know, kill the guy who stole your idols. <laughs> That's what he says. That's even better. Doesn't he? He says, uh, um, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With whomever you find your gods. What verse is this? This is 32. With whomever you find your gods, do not let him live. Yeah. Oops. Uh, oops. Because Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them. That's an unfortunate situation. 33. Moving on. <clears throat> yeah, this is getting interesting. And Laban went into Jacob's tent, into Leah, Leah's tent, and into, and into the two maids' tents. But he did not find them. Then he went out of Leah's tent and entered Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken the household gods, put them in the, ca the camel's saddle, and sat on them. And Laban searched all about the tent, but did not find them. And she said to her father, Let it not displease my lord that I cannot rise before you, for the manner of women is with me. Oh, I see. That's Uh-huh. Sure. And he searched, but did not find the household gods. Hmm. Then Jacob was angry and rebuked Laban. And Jacob answered and said to Laban, What is my trespass? What is my sin that you have so hotly pursued me? Although you have searched all my things, what part of your household things have you found? Set it here before my brethren and your brethren, that they may judge between us both. These twenty years I have been with you. Your ewes and your female goats have not miscarried their young, and I have not eaten the rams of your flock. That which was torn by beasts I did not bring to you. I bore the loss of it. You required it from my hand, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. There I was. In the day the drought consumed me, and the frost by night, and my sleep departed from my eyes. Thus I have been in your house twenty years. I served you fourteen years for your two daughters, and six years for your flock, and ye have changed my wages ten times. Unless the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had been with me, surely now you would have sent me away empty-handed. God has seen my affliction and the labor of my hands, and rebuked you last night. Ooh la la, boy! He said, "Tell us how you really feel." Yeah, it's. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, he's, you know, he's right. He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know, <laughs> right? Right. But he is right. He's like, dude, you put me through everything. Oh, he's he's right. Twenty he's... years, fourteen, uh, seven years per wife, six years for your flock. You know. All this stuff, you know, I've been tending to your animals so good. They've never miscarried because I'm the best there is, you know. <laughs> he was kind of patting himself on that I, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and then he's, he's like, his... and now you accuse me of stealing your what? Your gods? Come on, man. 
Yeah. It must be some some really finite gods to be able to be stolen. Yeah, yeah. No. That's sad. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> I mean... Uh, I'm protecting my gods by sitting on them. Hmm. Anyway. It is an interesting point, though. You just steal gods? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Try stealing mine. <laughs> yeah, right? Might not let that happen. I like this last line here. God has seen my affliction and the labor of my hands and rebuke you last night. Now, God knows he didn't know. Right, right. <laughs> there is that. He does, yeah. well, he's he does have a little bit of something. He's basically saying, like, you know, God's been watching all this stuff that you've been putting he me through. Knows. And so, you know, you kind of got what's coming to you. Um, anyway, Laban's covenant with Jacob. And Laban, and Laban answered and said to Jacob, These daughters are my daughters. And these daughters. children are my children, and this flock is my flock. All that you see is mine. But what can I do this day to these my daughters, or to their children whom they have born? Now therefore, come, let us make a covenant, you and I, and let it be a witness between you and me. These... I was about to say, these, uh, these covenants between people, Yeah, man. They never, they never seem to go as initially planned. Mm hmm. So, Jacob took a stone and set it up as a pillar. Then Jacob said to his brethren, Gather stones. And they took stones and made a heap. And they ate there on the heap. Notice, whoa, ooh la la. Notice what comes with covenants. Oftentimes is food. I know. Yeah, that's interesting. The breaking of bread. Yeah. Laban this is called the new, it. This is the new covenant. Yes, yes. You know, I, that's, that's actually a very interesting, you know, in remembrance of me going back to that. You know, right, this, right. This is the new well, covenant it, broken. Uh-huh. You know, that's that's an interesting point. Yeah, yeah. There's you know, and, and that's New Testament stuff right there. So that is yeah. one tradition that has, yeah. if nothing else, that has panned out over the years that you're still going to eat. You know, when you're going to make these promises. And then look at um, uh, the the Blake, the Blake, the blessing. I blended two words there. You did. That, the blessing that, was... that Jacob got, the Blake got. <laughs> anyway. Had you have continued, you might have just gotten away with it. I might have. Maybe with you, but not with them. <laughs> um Oh, that's, that's the that's the beauty of public speaking. I've know, done right? it so many times. You just you make a mistake and you just tread just on going, like just that didn't going. happen. Didn't happen. The we'll first time about it later. I ever had a public speaking. The first time I ever had a public speaking event was actually uh, when I when I started my first. I think it was the first year that we went to camp. Mm. This oh, was oh oh nine. Oh wow! This is yeah no. This was when I first met y'all. Yeah yeah. This this goes back that far. But anyway, I uh, I had to do an oratory in front of the local camp. Yeah. Um, and I had written a paper, which I thought it was a good paper. Nice. It should be published one day. <laughs> it's it's pretty awesome. It was on the the moral tariffs. Mm -hmm. Uh, very. 
very wonderful, you know, title. It was morally wrong was the title of my article, uh-huh. which I thought was amazing. Again, pat myself on the back for that one. But um, I can't tell you how many times I just butchered words, sentences, entire paragraphs of my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wrote this and I still butchered it. Finally, I just started ad-libbing and yeah. it was working out so much better. I was just like, okay, we're making up words. I don't even know if that's a word. But y'all don't y'all haven't said anything. Y'all are still eating steak. We should be good, right? Right. Because <laughs> they we had a dinner. Everybody sat down and ate steak. And uh, as soon as I was done, I just you know hopped on up to the 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 platform that we were speaking from in this little old hotel. And by old, that thing was like 140 years old. Yeah, yeah. really old. And so get on that platform, and I, I first time ever speaking outside of practicing public speaking and debate class in which is not the same thing Mm -hmm. practicing in front of you know 12 teachers that you've known for 10 years is not really the same as like getting in front of a crowd of people that um that you didn't know however it worked out all right yeah worked out all right but no, I, I, I did that many times. You just butcher it and keep going. Just butcher it and keep on going. You keep waiting for the little old lady in the back going, What was that, son? <laughs> Never happened. Yeah. The real question is, where the heck was I and how did we get on that tangent? <laughs> <laughs> I've done this twice now. I'm sorry. Uh, it was coffee cup and now this. Uh, well, let's, let's take see. a break. Oh, we'll, covenants uh, with food. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, we were about. talking about hey. food. That's right. Hey. Yeah, yeah. And then I entered steaks in there. Hey, there steaks. you go. Well, I tell y'all what, we'll, uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be, we'll be right back. Hopefully less tangents, but you know, this is, uh, this is my first week back. So you'll have to just give me a little bit of, That's a little right. bit of lead way. We are back. All right. So it's still getting interesting here. And and if it makes everyone feel better, I went off on another tangent in between now and then. So right, yeah. I'm all down for tangents. Okay, so let's see. Um now you therefore come let us make a covenant, you and I, and let it be a witness between you and me. So Jacob took a stone and set it up as a pillar. Then Jacob said to his brethren, Gather stones. And they took stones and made a heap, and they ate there on the heap. Laban called it Jagar Sadadutha. I think I came out pretty well. Jadar Sa. Hadutha. Yes, Hadutha. Yep, yep. But Jacob, oh, Laban called it, Laban called it Jadar Sahadutha, but Jacob called it Galid. Uh, and they both have different meaning. Okay, so let's see what A. <coughs> um, that's 3147. Yes. Both mean heap of witnesses. So literally, one is Aramaic. Aramaic. Heap of witness, a heap of witness. I kind of like that. Yeah, and then and then the uh, other one Hebrew. is lead. Hebrew. Means it's heap, heap of, of witness. witness. Great. Why didn't you just say they both mean heap of witness? Great. Okay. <laughs> Sounds very caveman. I may keep witness. Um. Anyway, so um, and Laban said, "This heap is a witness." I should have just kept reading. Kept reading. <laughs> Um, this heap is a witness between you and me this day. Therefore, its name was called Galid. 
I guess Jacob won. <laughs> also, Mizpah, because he said, "May the Lord watch between you and me when we are absent one from another." So, what does Mizpah mean? Do you have that there? Yeah, that would be forty nine. It means watch, watch, watch. So basically, like we're God's eyes on you, you're being watched. Because he said, "May the Lord watch between you and me when we are absent from one another." If you afflict my daughters, or if you take other wives besides my daughters, although no man is with us, see, God is witness between you and me. Then Laban said to Jacob, Here is this heap, and here is this pillar, which I place between you and me. This heap is a witness, and this pillar is a witness, that I will not pass beyond this heap to you, and you will not pass beyond this heap, and this pillar to me for harm for harm the god of abraham the god of nahor and the god of their father judged between us and jacob swore by the fear of his father isaac then jacob offered a sacrifice on the mountain and called his brethren to eat bread and they ate bread and stayed all night on the mountain and early in the morning laban arose and kissed his sons and daughters and blessed them. And Laban departed and returned to his place idle free. But it doesn't say that. It just says return to his place. But it's he didn't get his idols. Says sons and daughters. <laughs> yes, yes. Departed and returned to his place and kissed his sons and daughters and blessed them. Yeah. But. So did he have sons that went with I guess. Jacob? I mean, it might be referring, talking... it might be referring to his grandsons maybe yeah, maybe his uh, daughter's husbands hmm? i don't know oh wait no no no! it said earlier that he brought his sons with him remember he brought he brought his family with him to pursue jacob right yeah but it said that twice now he kissed oh, yeah. his sons and daughters so that would imply that some he's of his leaving sons them. were going with them right oh yeah i hadn't thought about that it's interesting. Now, there's no real clarity there, no footnotes yeah, or anything. I'm not sure. See, yeah, this I is this is the meaty part where we should probably have like, you know, we should probably sit down and actually go through a little bit of Calvin. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, actually under thirty-one, isn't it? It is. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So. A lot went down there. You've got Jacob, who's like, this guy is never going to let me go. So I need to get out of town with my sons and my wife. So he's, he, and he basically builds a little electric fence, an invisible electric fence. You don't pass this rock. Right. You know, it's like the yeah. Travis line in the dirt. No man. Yeah, no man you know. across this line. Well, no, the Travis line in the dirt is. Uh, well, it's, it's the other way. Yeah, it's the other way, yeah. But yeah, still. Yeah, yeah it still works. It's the um, same concept. Yeah. And so, yeah, he slips out and Leah steals. No, it wasn't Leah. It was uh, Rachel steals her dad's idols. And then. Yeah, we still haven't found those. No, she's sitting on them. Yeah. So, uh, I, love, I, I love her excuse, too. Know, her right? excuse is the best. Uh, Women still use that excuse. <laughs> yes, indeed. 
it's funny when my sister was younger she used to use that for everything i was like that's that's not always gonna work though (laughs) (laughs) like Uh, i'm sorry i can't go to work today it's it's that time that doesn't sorry that doesn't always fly (laughs) yes indeed wow so um but anyway he didn't find his idols and they made a covenant and they ate and breaded and had a big rock as a pillar and don't cross this line and you don't cross that line and we'll go our separate ways and that'll be that yeah i mean i don't there's something more to this there's something more to this yeah (laughs) there's there's something else here because the idols weren't mentioned again no, but then they're gonna come back. I'm oh sure yeah, about. yeah. We we haven't we haven't seen the end of this Laban. Yeah, character. yeah. No, no, no. We haven't. Well, let's let's flip a page. Yeah, I'm down. So one thing that uh, well, I was just gonna say, uh, it's just like you were saying earlier. One of the One of the reasons in the New Testament that um, we are so earnestly cautioned against um, marrying somebody who is not a Christian, as a Christian, um, I think they, I think he calls it. I want to say it's um, unequally yoked. Yeah, unequally yoked. Paul, <clears throat> that's what Paul calls it. It's yeah. unequally yoked. Um, and you know, he says if you do marry, you know. Maybe you'll be your spouse's salvation. Um, but one of the reasons... That's not always a guarantee. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. And many times but when one of the people go into says, that, it often fails. One of the reasons he says to not be unequally yoked and don't marry an unbeliever is because of what we see right here. What did Leah do? She stole her father's idols. Rachel. Uh, Rachel, thank you. She stole her father's idols and basically hid them to herself. Now... What that would look like now is, you know, she might be your wife and she may, you know, I guess agree with you on pretty much everything. But if she's not a Christian, she's still going to have those idols, mm-hmm. you know, hidden in her life. Well, and I think the most common, you know, you, I think you see it a lot less uh, where people go into it as one a christian not a christian Mm -hmm. that's a little more rare not to say that it doesn't happen because it does and most of the time it's under that that false illusion that wow i'll save them you know they'll they'll get saved you know or just just me being present is that's that's all they'll need it's like i always want to reach out to these people when they say that they've been dating for you know several years at this point most of them that i've met in this situation it's like well honey it hasn't done anything now you know what's going to change when you put a ring on your finger you know realistically let's let's break this down but i think what you see more often is neither one of them are christians and then one of them becomes a christian that is i think more often what you see Mm -hmm. and then that causes the problem and from what I've looked up statistically, that's usually the woman that becomes a Christian before the man in yeah. those situations. Yeah. And 
very interestingly enough, most of those, can't say all because we all know that's those universal statements don't apply. Mm-hmm. But very often, most of the time, they both end up becoming Christians. So they are there is a portion of their their life where they're unequally yoked, but they didn't start out that way. Right. Yeah. The odds weren't against them to begin with. They were yeah. both pagans. Yeah. You know, they they were both just trailing away. And then one of them, you know, goes off on their little thing. Uh, and I, I like to think of people like, uh, you know, we're reading out of the Faith and Family Bible. That's the way it was for uh, for Phil and his wife. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They were they were both very much not Christians yeah. until when he was very mixed up into drugs and every everything you could, you know, alcohol, sex, everything that was there available. He was part of it. Uh, as as he calls himself a serial adulterer, mm. there was no, uh, and then she became a Christian. Okay. And several years later, through many many trials among the point, you know, he became a Christian as well. And then you know you have an entire family that yeah. is is built on the promise. So and that's wonderful. That's I I love that story about the uh, the Robertsons because. You know, you've got two non-believers. They both become believers, and then you have this tree exactly that extends from that of mm-hmm. believers. You know, all your kids and that that kind of you know. That, and sometimes that and see her her grandmother. You know, she talks about it. Her grandmother was the great influence mm-hmm. as far as Christ, because her grandmother was a Christian. <laughs> and you know, there were many times where she was like, "Well, I'm just going to get a divorce," and her grandmother was like, "Nope." Yep, you signed up for this. You're in it for the long haul. You know you're not. You're not doing that. You know you're just gonna have to stick it out and find a way to cope or find a way to save him. That's right. And obviously she worked on the ladder. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that's just that is more often the way it, it happens. But you know Paul does caution us to to not get ourselves in a position to be unequally yoked. And most people, like I say, go into it with that false narrative in their mind. You know, they're telling themselves, it's okay. I, you know, everything will be okay. You know, you're just, you're just convincing yourself at that point. Right. Kind of building yourself in. You are, you're, you're talking yourself into it. And then by the time you get there, you begin to believe it. You know, you begin to believe that kind of thing. And so the, the caution, the caution here is, you know, um, if she's got, and you see the problems of her idols follow her right, into right. the come, next. They come, with you. they come following yeah. her. It's not, and, uh, uh, you know, you can't just leave them where they are unless you literally leave them where they are. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's learn more about it. Let's yeah. See what happens. In 32. Oh, ooh la la. So Esau comes to meet Jacob. So Jacob went on his way. Well, this will be just as interesting. I know, right? So Jacob went on his way, and the angels of God met him. Wow. When Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's camp. And he called the name of that place Mahanaim. Mahanaim, okay. Which means double camp. All right. Then Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau his brother in the land of Seir, or Sire. The country of Edom. And he commanded them, saying, Speak thus to my lord Esau. Thus your servant Jacob says, I have dwelt with Laban and stayed there until now. I have oxen, 
donkeys, flocks, and male and female servants, and I have sent to tell my lord that I may find favor in your sight. Then the messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to your brother Esau, and he is also coming to meet you, and four hundred men are with him. So Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, <laughs> and he divided oh, darn. the people that were with him, and the flocks and herds and camels into two companies. And he said, If Esau to uh, if he nah, if Esau comes to the one company and attacks it, then the other then the other company which is left will escape. Then Jacob said, O God, my father Abraham of of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, the Lord who who said to me, Return to your country and to your family, and I will deal well with you. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all the truth which you have shown your servant. For I crossed over this Jordan with my staff, and now I have become two companies. Deliver me, I pray, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he come and attack, attack me and the mother with the children. For you said, I will surely treat you well and make your descendants as the sand of the sea which cannot be numbered for multitude. So he lodged there that same night, and took what came to his hand at the present for Esau his brother, two hundred female goats and twenty male goats, two hundred ewes and twenty rams, thirty milk camels with their colts, forty cows and ten bulls, twenty female donkeys and ten foals. Then he delivered them to the hand of his servants, Every drove by itself, and said to his servants, Pass over before me, and put some distance between successive droves. And he commanded the first one, saying, When Esau my brother meets you, and asks you, saying, To whom do you belong, and where are you going? Whose are these in front of you? Then you shall say, They are your servant Jacob's. It is a present sent to my lord Esau, and behold, he also is behind us. So he commanded the second, the third, and all who followed the drove, saying, In this manner you shall speak to Esau when you find him, and also say, Behold, your servant Jacob is behind us. For he said, I will appease him with the present that goes before me, and afterwards I will see his face, perhaps he will accept me. So the present went on over before him, and he himself lodged that night in the camp wrestling with God. And he arose that night, and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his eleven sons, and crossed over the ford of Jabbok. He took them, and sent them over the brook, and sent over what he had. Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now when he saw that he did not prevail a against him. A man wrestled with him until the that's break That's what it of says, day. and that's a capital man. <clears throat> I know, I almost wonder if that's angelic. Maybe so. Ah, now when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip, and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? 
he said, Jacob. And he said, Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with God and with men, and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked, saying, Tell me your name, I pray. And he said, Why is it that you ask about my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. Just as he crossed over Peniel, the sun rose on him, and he limped on his hip. Therefore, to this day, the children of Israel do not eat the muscle that shrank, which is on the hip socket, because he touched the socket of Jacob's hip in the muscle that shrank. Wow, that is a really interesting little chapter there. Run that by me one more time. Uh, well, at the very end of the chapter, it says, To this day, the children of Israel do not eat the muscle that shrank which is on the hip socket, because he touched the socket of hip of Jacob's hip in the, in the muscle that shrank. <laughs> Basically, the muscle that he, you know, that Jacob limps on, they don't eat that one anymore. Remembrance, I guess, of this, <laughs> you know, event. Um, wow, that's interesting. There's a lot that you can pull from that chapter, but I am not really sure what to do with it. He wrestles with God here. Yeah, he literally wrestles with God. And what's interesting is it says, um, and he said, this is God speaking, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. Let's see what Israel means. Israel 30, 32, 28, literally face of God. Um, you shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God. Yeah, that's thirty-two twenty-eight. Yeah, thirty-two twenty-eight. Thirty-two twenty-eight. Uh, my my reference here says. Uh, oh, literally, literally prince, prince with God. God. Prince, yeah, with, prince God. with God. Prince with God. <clears throat> yeah, thirty would be literally face of God, which is uh, so Jacob called ah, the Peniel. name. Yeah, yes, Peniel. Yes, yes, face of God. But it says, uh, uh um. Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Yeah. Huh. I'm not really sure what to make of that one. I'm not either. Yeah. I would love to read up on that a little bit. Yeah, we're going to have to... We should make that our, our goal between... Well, obviously... You'll be on the road most of yeah. tomorrow, yeah. so it could... I'll actually be calling get in tomorrow... Yeah, we're we're making a habit of this. I was calling in from Texas, and you'll be calling in from Florida. Well, I'll be calling in from on the way to Florida. From on the way to Florida, okay. Probably somewhere in Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, the sovereign state of Georgia. Georgia. Um. So me and Dad were just talking about this. Uh, yes, the other day we were, we were talking about. Uh, uh, infamous villains that we can't stand in television mm. and, and movies um and we have a couple that me and dad equally dislike despise. the same yeah equally despise that's a good one but one of them <clears throat> we were talking about was uh the mini series which totally inaccurate i know i know but north and south 
Oh yeah, I loved it. You know, the mm-hmm. the the dress is amazing. They mm-hmm. did a really good job of costuming. Costuming. Uh, beyond that, it's it's pretty much a farce. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> but we were. There's this one villain in there, and his name's Alcana Bent. Oh wow! And he's from Georgia. Okay, that's how he's. Al-Kana he's Bent. he's almost this like psychological sociopathic creep. Right. You know, but that's how he always interludes. He goes. I am Alcana Bent from the sovereign state of Georgia. <laughs> so anytime I hear somebody say Georgia like Georgia. that, it's like Alcana from the Bent. sovereign state of Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> but and I probably wouldn't have thought about that, but uh, but me and Dad were literally talking about you know villains that that we equally despise, and yeah. that one is one that came to both of our yeah. minds as being a, just a totally sociopathic sociopathic uh, yeah. loon. Well, hey, uh, I'd kind of like to apologize to our audience for not having, you know, uh, like pre, you know, pre-studied thoughts on yeah, this chapter. I don't know that I was expecting it to be quite as meaty. So I think what we really ought to do is I think, study I think, and return. I think we should study up a little bit and next, uh, well, I guess tomorrow maybe. Yeah. We have some time before tomorrow. And if not, then we can come back. We can come back to this, but I think this is uh, yeah, you know, it'd be great to. This to is something I don't want to rush through it. I want to. I want to really break this down and get. What the, would be nice? Would be nice is to have a uh, pastor or somebody a little bit more educated than you. And yeah. Guess yeah, speak. we should. We should have Martin come in oh, for this. He good. would. I'm he sure would love have it. Some interesting stuff to say about it. Because this is kind of odd. You know, he wrestled with God and men and prevailed. And I guess, I mean, prevailed, does that mean that he won? Or does that mean that he just endured it? Or does that mean, I'm not sure what it means. I've always thought about it, he won, but I guess endured would be a another form of prevailing. We might need to look at another translation or maybe the original Hebrew huh. um, to figure out, you know, what it's trying to tell us here. Um, but also just the whole idea for, I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved. Now, obviously he was fighting the man here. And that's why it says you've fought man and God. I mean, it sounds like he's talking about Jesus. Honestly. Yeah, I know. It's like, uh, is he talking about Jesus. That's, that's almost what it sounds like. You know, did Jesus come early? Angel, angel of the Lord type of thing. Yeah. Well, well, okay, yeah, maybe it could be because, an angel because... Because the angels presented themselves as men to lie right. during Sodom and But at war. the same time, when it presented, when they presented themselves as angels or, or as men, it was very clear that these were angels here. Uh-huh. You know, and it would kind of... Angels, men, angels, men, the kind of angels and the men, they're kind of the same Well, and, and, and they've been mentioning, they were mentioning angels in here as well. Yeah. You know, yeah, he spoke little... to the messengers... So right, they, they right. are mentioning angels. But so again, you're right. That's like, what I'm saying is they're mentioning angels throughout here. It may, it may be but like then a, they come here and they don't mention any angels. And then in the bottom here, and it maybe says, that's the situation where that I have seen God face to face. Um, and um, I sounds guess, like just some real spiritual warfare going on. Right, here. right. And this has got to be taken physically, not. Just like, uh-huh. like you know, it wasn't it wasn't a dream or anything like that. No, you know, 
Um, Martin Martin would be a good one for this because he, he and I have had uh, conversations about this specifically, actually. Yeah. And uh, it's been probably two or three years ago. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I need to refresh because, uh, sadly, I don't remember what he and I had talked about. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we should do that. We'll what we'll do is plan on uh when when you're back in town, mm-hmm. we'll study on this between now and the time that you're back in town, sure. and we'll just we'll revisit this. Yeah. Now, so we'll, disclaimer: that'll probably be that'll be. How long are you planning on spending in Florida? Well, I'll be coming back Thursday. Next Thursday. A week from today. Yeah. So maybe we could do a Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. Or Saturday. Or weekend if we probably, want. Yeah, probably Saturday. Okay, I can do a Saturday. That'd, that would work. Uh, we, can, yeah. we can kidnap Martin. Ooh, well, that'll be difficult. Because he's got some. No, he might actually. He's going on vacation sometime soon. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, we'll have to call him. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure something but we out. Gotta, we gotta but we do need to revisit this. Yeah, definitely. That's 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 um, that's a horse of a different color. Yeah, right it's there. it's worth breaking down and Definitely. just going. But I think we need to go back to the beginning of, of thirty one and just probably there's, go there's, back yeah. to to eating away at it some more. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. But, but I anyway. tell you what, that's uh, in the in the words of Porky Pig, which I can't do. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. Anyway, well, we'll talk to y'all later. Adios, and I'll be calling in to talk more on Thursday. Sweet. Look forward to it. All right. Adios. Thank you all for listening to the Texans Take. You can follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and more. And tell your friends about us. We'll see you next time.